Welcome dudes and dudettes to the Mahalo Resort Annual Surfing Competition. While these traditional events are always a treat, we have some contestants signed up this year that are going to make this year's competition one worth watching. Isn't that right? Mahawi Joe. Hi, yeah. Um, my name is Joe Kellerman. I've been reporting on surfing for about 20 years now. <laughs> very, very exciting. We're very thrilled to be here. A lot of good competition here. Hell yeah. I mean, let's let's just take a look at some of the contestants, man. You've got Dad who's trying to win back Son's affection through surfing. Yeah, you got Guy trying to win girl's affection through surfing. Yeah, you got a penguin who's been knocked down and is ready to get back on that board. Person trying to offset development via surfing. Oh, yeah, those, those troubled teens who are trying to save their surf shack from the, from the oil baron. Yep. Yeah, yeah. That oil baron, old man, Thurston. And we also have oil baron, old man, Thurston, and his group of hired German surfers. I didn't know Germany had surfing, but I, I just, sure. Also in the lineup today is the golden retriever. <laughs> that, 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 that's right. It's the golden retriever, uh, Sparky Waterson, who is about four years old, but is somehow able to compete. There was a stipulation at the beginning of the contest where the angry old man said that a dog can't participate in the surfing contest. But those kids definitely showed us that nowhere in the rules does it say a dog cannot participate. It is wild and I believe we are about to get underway and we do just want to remind you that today's surfing contest is sponsored by Thurston Oil. <laughs> Thurston Oil. We said it because we had to. Now, Maui Joe, is there anything you want to bring up that we should pay attention to here? I thought you were Maui Joe. Oh. <laughs> oh, am I? <laughs> yeah, I called you Maui Joe and you were like, okay. I'm Joe Clefserman or whatever. Uh, yeah, um, trying to think of a new name for you then. Maui Joe is the go-to though. <laughs> yeah, know? Maui Joe is kind of like the go-to. <laughs> now, Johnny Tsunami, is there anything else we should like look, like, look for here? Yeah, so absolutely. As we all know, any kind of foul play will be totally overlooked by the referees. And really, it's last man standing. There is no first aid on site. And anybody who gets hit against Dead Man's Bluff, which is the, the jaggedy rocks that we seem to participate right next to, you know, they will be lost. Just like the old surfing legend, Mahako. Yeah, as the agent Hawaiians say, Mahaka was a fierce surfer who uh, went out to defend the island against Captain Cook and was unfortunately uh, dashed upon the rocks by the waves. Yes, the gnar was too gnarly. It's very unfortunate, but I believe we are about to get underway. Oh, wait, are you getting the same Maui Joe? I get the same report. It looks like... We have some not-so-gnarly weather passing through. It appears we have some not-so-gnarly weather, uh, basically a, a nice little storm cell covering us for the next 45 to 60 minutes. Oh man, but we can use this opportunity to listen to a word from this year's Coconut Level sponsor. The Coconut Level sponsor, yes. These people have donated five whole dollars <laughs> uh, to our competition. Uh, and we had to do what they said. So what we're going to do is we're going to cut to their pre-recorded message. Hello, 
and welcome to Six Degrees of Celebration! I'm Alan! I'm Matt. That's Matt! He's here! Do you see him? Do you I'm, hear him? I'm here, yes. I. The computer thing was a whole thing. <laughs> we, we spent three weeks in limbo, never knowing if Matt would get another computer, but we're here. Right, right. so the whole thing, okay, so okay. The, the entirety of this podcast was recorded on my old work computer. I quit that job, and so I had to return the equipment. Spoiler alert. <laughs> Spoiler alert. And so now I have shelled out money to buy my own personal computer, uh, and now we can... <laughs> record as much as we like. Yeah, this podcast is now 100% self-funded. <laughs> so please give us, like, please. <laughs> please. I'm so glad you're back, Matt. I'm happy to be back. How are you? I'm, I'm, I'm not doing good, but like, I, <laughs> I'm happy you're back. I'm doing shitty. <laughs> That's like, I, I gotta be honest, like, I am fully lifted up by the fact that you were here because I've missed you so much. Thank you. And while I enjoyed the opportunity to like get creative with the episodes, I very much missed seeing you. Well, Jimmy did a great job. She did. I literally like, it, it was exciting for me because I had no idea what you guys were going to talk about. <laughs> And so, like, I remember one, the one where she was like, like, breakfast sandwiches. I, like, text her, like, girl, same. Like, <laughs> let me talk to you about breakfast sandwiches. Like, <laughs> this podcast is so relatable. <laughs> yeah. But how are you doing? I'm just, I'm doing good. A uh, lot of change mm. uh, in a short period of time. I, I moved. I got a new job. Just a lot of things going on. Matt's living the American dream. I'm doing my best. <laughs> um, As is the dream. But... That all pale, pales in comparison pales. to June mm. being Pride Month. Yeah! This is our Pride special. A little late there. That's my bad. This is our Pride special. And hey, I, I you know, also, it was just Father's Day. Yeah, I know. I'm late. It was just Father's so Day. So big shout out to all the daddies. Oh my God. <laughs> Does it come? Because uh, get it? Because it's like Pride, but... It's also Father's no, Day. No, I, I, yep. Like, so some, but I, I mean, I don't know if you know this, Matt, but some people in the gay community go at, like, refer to, like, other men as, like, daddy. No, I, I, people have called me daddy. I, I, I could have assumed, but. Well, now you know for sure. Now you can put your, your, your concern to rest. Now when I go to bed at night, I can be like, no, I'm, I'm sure Matt has been called daddy before. I won't have right. to like, worry. And, for rest, and, and get a restful night's sleep, knowing <laughs> that another man has called me daddy in a sexual connotation. You don't know, but like, we'll be laying in the dark and I'll be like, Jenny, are you still awake? Do you think Matt's ever been called daddy? <laughs> She's like, not this again. She's like, go to bed. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> But yes, Pride, uh, we're so excited for Pride. Obviously, we're huge supporters and everybody being treated as equals because that's fucking what decent human beings do and to deny anybody rights to be themselves or to do what they want with themselves, I think is fucking ridiculous. Yeah, it, it's. I mean, your, your, your sister is a trans woman. Mm -hmm. I, I, I am gay, plot twist. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, so happy gay, everyone. Yeah, take pride in being you, and we'll take pride in this podcast as we now celebrate three things each with you for this week. I, it occurred to me that I was listening to the first episode, and I don't think we've ever 
talk about what the premise of the podcast is. I think we like mentioned it tangentially in the trailer, <laughs> but at the same time, yeah, I don't think it was explicitly stated that like, hi, it is called Six Degrees, but <laughs> we each have three. Yes, like, and we are celebrating degrees of like life. <laughs> it is a pun on the game Six Degrees of Separation. Yes, which I didn't get until like our fourth episode. Which is fine. I just dove right into this lake. Oh, what the heck is this? There's a road down here. Oh, but wait, the sign says it's a street. Is this a lake street I just dived down to? <laughs> we went and saw Lake Street Dive live this past weekend. We did. We actually saw each other in person. Yeah, which is like something we haven't done in a while. It doesn't happen all. What was the last time? I came down and we we went to like a bar, and then you, we went to uh, back bar. That was probably the last. Was time. That, oh no, no, New Year's. Was, it, was it your birth? No, your birthday. My birthday. Your joint birthday with your wife at the burger bar. Oh yeah, you're right. That was like in March. That was March, in March. Or April. Yeah, yeah. It's been a few months. Yeah, but it was. It's always as always a delight to see you, and you came down to Brighton. And uh, yeah, we saw Lake Street Dive at the new venue Roadrunner. That place is fucking awesome. If you ever get a chance to go, the ambiance there is amazing. As soon as I walked in, I was like, oh, I'm not anxious for this anymore. For sure. Yeah, no, it's a great sized venue and that pulls a lot of good people. Mm -hmm. So like we saw Lake Street Dive uh, in July. I'm seeing Mitski there because uh, her show was rescheduled for March because COVID. They also have like... The National LCD Sound System. I think Japanese Breakfast is doing a show there. Like they have a bunch of really good top tier artists there, and a lot of variety. Yeah, and I I hate going to a kind of crowded area where like people are bumping shoulders and everything. Mm -hmm. and everyone was super respectful of like boundaries. No one was like shoving or pushing and like there were bars everywhere. It's like, imagine yeah. a, a big old concert stadium and then like the whole periphery, the whole edge of the stadium is like just bars. Yeah, and like decently stocked and staffed bars. So little thing that I think you noticed. Oh yeah. Which is that like the bathrooms were not gendered. Mm -hmm. It basically had like two things in the wall. One was like, hi, this one has urinals and stalls. This one is like just urinals or something like that. It had urinals on one side and I think sitting toilets on the other. Right. It's like, hi, this this is the separation. We're not doing that. And yeah. I think you meant I think you said there was, there was a sign that's like, hi, if you feel that based on someone's gender, they should not be in here. Perhaps they know more than you do. Yeah. <laughs> it's just like, yeah. That was fucking awesome. Jenny's probably going to mention it, but I think she was the one that actually noticed that. Oh, probably. Probably. <laughs> she's she's observant of that stuff. But it was it was awesome. What a great venue. What a great show. Lake Street Dive, yeah. if you have a chance to see them, like their, their music is not, I don't think, my like go-to for listening. Same. I think they have very catchy songs. They have really good music. But I won't be like, damn, I'm craving some Lake Street Dive. Yeah. But seeing them in concert is amazing. They definitely do do a very good show. They sound mm -hmm. great live. Apparently, they like really got their start in Boston. And they like took a minute and were saying, like, hi, we really like got started here. Um, and it's because of like these specific small venues mm -hmm. that kind of kept coming, bring us back that we were able to 
get good at this and make sure to support your your live local acts and like your you know your small venues because th- like this doesn't happen without you going to them so do that as well which i really yeah. liked and honestly if i lived that close to that place tickets were super cheap yeah they were not bad yeah i would go to like way more concerts if i was nearby <laughs> Yeah, why do you think my my concert schedule has like exploded? Yeah, I I guess in my mind I've always imagined concerts kind of being like uh, Boston Calling, like just very crowded, very like noisy, and like you can barely see anything, or like the Garden. Yeah, and they definitely can be. They like those huge spectacle shows. Those are not my normal shows. I don't normally go to that size, but so it's a kind of a treat when I you know <laughs> when I get to see something that's like a spectacle. But normally it's like like for the acts that I like is use like venues that size, maybe smaller, and tickets are like. I would say between like 20 and like 60 bucks. Yeah. It was super affordable. Yeah. So like, I think my next show is in July. It's Ethel Kane. That was like 20 bucks. I'm going to fucking lose my mind <laughs> because I, she put out her album and it's just everything I wanted, but Lake Street Dive sounded very, very good. Super fun. Vibe was very, very picnic, good time, vibration. Yeah. Like rosé in a summer day kind of thing. I was pretty gone. Not like drunk. Yeah, no, you were. But like I was like fully vibing and you guys weren't dancing a ton. You can imagine like both of them bobbing and having a good time in front of me and I'm standing behind them just like full on like, like dancing. Right, right. Dancing. Well, it's, just, it's, it's, it's the way Jenny and I go to shows. Yeah. Cause I, well, because I think well, Jenny and I have been to shows before mm-hmm. uh, without you, which was different. Oh, um, right. Your secret yeah. shows. Well, we went to like Hosier. <laughs> like we're going to go, but without Alan. <laughs> Well, I don't think you wanted to go. <laughs> no, <laughs> no. Uh, but yeah, I mean, like, it's just it, it, like just based on the shows that we go to, we're not like it's just like uh, yep, yeah, we're I'm, I'm I'm having a good time. I'm vibing, you know, whatever yeah. else. At first, it's like if you see me, at, you know, at like at Gaga in August, it's gonna be like full Fortnite dances. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> whatever that's, yeah. yeah. Whatever the whole what yeah. Um, You're gonna have to learn them. I don't know what they. I just know this, this one. It's like, <laughs> yeah. There's one where you kind of like swing your arms around and like crouch and like kneel yeah. a little. So I don't know something like that. Um, yeah, no. Lake Street Dive was excellent. I mentioned at the top of the podcast, but I quit my job. Yeah, fuck them. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, no, no, Ebsco was very, very good to me, but it was it was just time for me to move on. Yeah, and so I, I'm now full time at the restaurant. I am at Juliet. This is not about Juliet, like the company. Right, because we've done that a few times. <laughs> yeah, we've done that a few times. This is about the new space. Okay, I do want to just give give the frame of reference. If you're hopping in and this is like your first episode, we have seen Matt journey from like. Oh God, I have so much work. I'm working all the time too. Yeah. I've picked up this second job because I think it's what I want to do. And then the contemplating of, hey, I, I might decide to do this thing full time to see if it makes me happy. And now we are here. Now we're here, right. So now we're kind of, I'm full time service industry. It's very fulfilling. My company is very, very good. Uh, Bread and Salt Hospitality is excellent. So our current space is like seven tables. Mm-hmm. And we have like a 26 person capacity at one time, which is not huge. No, it's not huge. It's very small. So what we are doing is we are moving to a a building directly next door that is like one and a half times the size. 
So I believe the capacity is 72. So much bigger. Yeah. But the reason I'm bringing this up is because I finally got to see what it looks like on the inside. Mm Mm-hmm. Oh my God, there's like an actual bar and like multiple sinks. And like, <laughs> like I have. There's more than one sink. <laughs> no, because we have two. We have two sinks. <laughs> one of them is the dishwasher sink. This is privilege. This is the no, height of like, luxury. No, it really is the height of luxury. Um, I have a keg of sparkling water. Oh, holy shit. Versus me just like running back and forth with a soda stream, like, uh, like it. that's the kind of keg my wife would tap. Sparkling water, <laughs> yeah, sparkling water. Let's go! I just keg stand on sparkling water. <laughs> uh, we're gonna have a sparkling water keg, a still water keg, and then two other ones for beer. Oh, sick! It's gonna be great, but also like a wine room, a sunroom with windows that open. Ooh, a whole new kitchen with like a prep kitchen behind it. And you've talked about the experience of going to Juliet and how it is a really unique thing. And it's really like well done, well put together with a lot of thought and care. So it's so cool mm-hmm. that you now have a space that's going to help better facilitate that. For sure. And that was always kind of the thing was that like we had a training session the other day. And one of the things I mentioned that the owners were like that space was always an experiment. That was kind of our lab of like what works, what doesn't work, what can we do mm-hmm. uh, while still kind of delivering the promise when we move to the full space this is like what worked what didn't here's what we're bringing over oh here's what we learned here's what will work it's just this works no matter what mm-hmm. it doesn't matter the size it's just gonna be a whole a whole lot better experience once we have stuff so this is like directly next door to where you the previous <laughs> one is right yes so are yes. you technically becoming your own competitor no because we're holding on to the original space okay but it's run by like a completely different the same people no, the well, same people. I mean, like a separate staff. No. Well, I'm I'm wondering is is it like can you walk into one and then like move over into the other one, or they they both have their own separate entrances from the street? They both have their own separate entrances. They're both kind of separate things, but they're not like competitors. Okay. Um, so one is Juliet. Uh, we've officially been called Newliet. Um, <laughs> so there's Newliet, and then there's Little Juliet. Oh, that's adorable. <laughs> which is gonna, which is gonna become like a whole, a whole little different thing that's uh, being worked on right now. Oh, okay. So they're like they're rethinking how how the original is gonna end up. Right. Operating. So that's that's gonna be a different thing. Oh, very cool. But still, still true to like what it means to be Julia. Yeah. Still, right, right, exactly. That's awesome. If you are ever in Eugene Square and want a cup of coffee or like a nice lunch, a nice Niçoise inspired lunch. Um, <laughs> Because we are, we are going, like, French with a capital F. Come on in and we'll take care of you. Yeah, and if you see a, a bearded Adonis with glasses mixing cocktails behind the bar. That is me. That would be Matt. <laughs> or, like, steaming milk or making lattes. <laughs> yeah, I can imagine you getting catcalled and they're like, Yo, what those arms do? And you're like, steep milk. <laughs> <laughs> because it's just... It's just... <laughs> it takes, like, no movement. <laughs> it's, it's you just stand in the middle distance just like <laughs> and just like <laughs> versus like shaking and you're just like I think it's it's the shaking thing where you're just like oh yeah shaking a cocktail that. is like prime if you walk up to a girl and you're trying to like flex on her and you're like, yeah. oh, I think the bar's that way. Yeah. And the, right. Like, shaking a cocktail is the natural way to like flex your arms right. and be like, Hello. but it's also like, 
I went to back bar like a couple days ago. There was a guy behind the bar, my friend Jason, and he was just like, had two. Whoa. And he was just like, okay. <laughs> I, I, I have been there and there was a, a woman shaking with one and stirring with the other. Oh my God. Which is full, like pat your head and rub your stomach. Yeah. That's where those kids are now. <laughs> right, that's just stirring a martini and shaking a cocktail. I gotta tell you, this whole new Juliet thing for you, you know, this move, I'm I'm loving it. It feels like a breath of fresh air. And let me tell you, fresh air is something that I have really grown to appreciate recently. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Um, is this your next thing? This is my next thing. This is okay. my transition. Beautiful. Ooh. It was so smooth. Matt didn't even know that it was a transition. There are a lot of things that I think we're taken away from us in 2020. I think the one thing that has really saved, at least I know my wife would be like, this is the one thing that has kept my mental health like intact, would be fresh air. And I, I would absolutely agree. I feel like fresh air is something I personally do not celebrate enough and that's why I wanna bring attention to it. It's, it's crazy. If you've ever had like a, a beautiful, we've been having some really, really nice weather in the Northeast. Like on a warm day where like you have a nice cool breeze and you open up the windows and that breeze like cuts through the room. Yeah. And you're like, oh shoot, the air in here sucks. Like, like when it's so clear by opening a window that there's a difference. Yes. Last year when we went on your bachelor party, mm-hmm was the first time I was like, aff- not affected by air quality, but like pollen. Cause we were up in like, up in New, you know, not up in New Hampshire, but like, se- like central South New Hampshire. And I remember like, we went out to grab food for dinner and we like opened the window. <laughs> and I was just like, like, just like fully, like, I can't do this. I was with Colin and Colin was like, yeah, you're good. I'm like, yeah. <laughs> ah, like. Like having that air quality dip is you're just like, I can't, I, uh, it's very noticeable where you don't have that quality. Even when it's not all together apparent, like when you open up a window and it blasts you, it's very apparent then. But there are times Jenny asked me to go for walks with her and, you know, we practice honesty in our relationship. Uh, mm-hmm. That's like a wicked pretentious thing to say. I, I, <laughs> I can't believe I said that. <laughs> yeah, we, we've decided not to lie to each other. And we're very <laughs> progressive that way. <laughs> we decided to be have open and honest communication. Yeah. It's just something that, you know. As much as the 50s marriages, you know, set this kind of groundwork, we've decided to be honest uh, with each other. So when she asked me if I want to go for walks, I'm like, hey, I'm not just, I'm just not really feeling it. Or like, mm-hmm. hey, I, I'm going to be completely honest with you. I don't want to. But the times when I am like, you know what? It's important. Like I could die tomorrow. It's important that we spend time together. Like, let's go for a walk. I always come back from that walk being like, fuck, I needed that. Like, like it's just really good to walk and breathe the air. Well, that was the thing is like when Dan was going through like his exams, mm-hmm. it was like, please be sure to take a stupid walk for your stupid mental health and like for your, you know, st- stupid sense of sanity. And he's just like, no, I know. And then he would go for a walk and be like, all right. Yeah, no, that was, that was nice. Even like 30 minutes. There are so many aspects of our lives that are like that. That reminds me of like the gym when you're like, oh, I don't want to go to the gym. And then you come back and you're like, why don't I do that more often? I feel amazing. Right. But, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Reading is like that too. Oh, yes. Anytime I sit down for like an hour to read, I'm like, 
oh, that was amazing. Oh I should do that more. I should, right, exactly. Like, I read on the plane to Austin. I'm like, oh, my God. <laughs> this is great. This is like, Why didn't anyone tell me about books? <laughs> right. It's like, you, you have a degree in books. I'm like, but <laughs> no, it's different now. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. I'm not paying for them this time. <laughs> That's true. When someone's not telling you to read the thing that you're reading, it makes it a lot more fun. But hey, yeah, like wherever you are, if you're in a car, let down the window for a little bit, like taking a deep four count with the nose, four count out with the mouth. If you're stuck in an office or something on your lunch break, wrap up five minutes early and just walk around outside. It's really good out there. Mm -hmm. I think moving around is really, really important and moving around in all sorts of different ways is important. Alan is the one who can see this visual gag when I moved. <laughs> It's not really uh, a visual I, gag to be somewhere else. <laughs> no, but like, because well, you were like, your layout, when we started recording, you were like, your your layout's different. And I'm like, yeah, I moved. And you're like, oh shit, you did? Well, this <laughs> is the thing. It's like, I, Matt and I are so close. I don't think either of us have ever moved where we didn't let the other person know because like we needed help. Well, because it's also one of those things where like this move in particular was very harrowing. Oh. In the sense where like, we did not get approval until like 10 days before whoa jesus and so we were just like okay cool and like ran and grabbed the boxes in the u-haul and the people and everything and it took like two 10-hour days <laughs> oh my to god do everything. well because like day one was like just getting everything in the space and like all that which is fine the next day was like cleaning and like the kind of the the maintenance stuff yeah finding the places for everything and right right we're still kind of in the process of doing like i don't have a desk right now so this is like on a shelf thing that's what you were saying matt's like can you hear me and i'm like uh not really and then i see him kind of like try to balance the mic on something off screen and it like almost falls off <laughs> it's like what is happening over there well according to me uh <laughs> audacity is picking me up just fine okay good we'll see how we'll see how it comes off on <laughs> your end but yeah so i i moved and it is one of those things where, like we've talked about this a lot but like i hate moving mm. i think moving is so stressful and i love it right we're so quirky <laughs> but like it is one of those things where like when you find a space and you find a good space it is lovely yeah um so like we were moving in and my next door neighbor like on her porch and she goes oh are you guys moving to the, the empty space i'm like yeah i goes oh my god hi i'm trinette oh here's my kids i love that shit here's our rabbit like here's everything love trinette i was like oh right i was like oh this is dan because dan came to help mm -hmm. this is my roommate daniel like <laughs> those those are two high school kids we hired to help us move um <laughs> Uh, yeah, <laughs> they're not important to the plot. <laughs> no, they're they're not. They're lovely. Don't need to know their names. People, right? I don't remember their names. Uh, one <laughs> of them, I forget their name. I paid I'm, them I'm, to move furniture, not to become important to me. I'm, I'm sorry, I don't. Uh, I just know they drove up from they drove up from a long way away. How the heck did you hire these kids? From U-Haul. What? Like through like like through U-Haul. Does U-Haul like connect you to third-party movers? No, it's like they work for U-Haul. Oh, as movers. As like you can hire helpers. Oh, I didn't know that. For like X amount of time. Yeah. It's like we got them for three hours. I was like, all right, go. And it's like <laughs> move shit. Uh, yeah, they they did. Um, yeah, like Trinette came out. She's like, oh my god, hi. The other two, the other two floors between us were in the middle. Mm -hmm. are the landlord's family and they're like hi if you need anything let us know like if anything's broken or like whatever oh, whoa that's a weird dynamic 
yeah, like we all have dogs, so like we get it. Like if your dog makes noise, we're sorry. Feel free to let your dog out like on the back patio and all that kind of stuff. Cause I have like a back porch now. Oh my God, look at you coming up in the world. Yeah, I mean like it's one of those, it is one of those things where I saw it was like, okay, everything's moving into space. Like this is nice. I like this. Yeah. Yeah, I moved. And this is like, as we said the last time we recorded, this is like the season two energy. This is like fresh start. Oh shit, yeah. Matt, this really is like season two of your life. Kind of. Got all these new people coming in. You've got this new part of your life starting. There's a whole bunch of new updates and new things going on. Oh my God. Yeah. I'm so jealous. I'm living vicariously as I'm like stuck over here in my marriage. Jenny doesn't mean that. Damn it. I thought things were supposed to be fresh and new. No one told me that like when you get into a marriage, it's not always fresh and new. This may just be me, but I think domesticity is like the greatest thing in the planet. Oh my God. Yeah. It's so hot. Oh my God. Like I'll be over at Dan's apartment and he'll be like, do you want to do dishes? I'm like, yes, I do. <laughs> so fucking bad. That is a, a, a weird thing where like, I don't do it enough, but like if Jenny's focused on something and I like just get to bring her water, I'm like, I'm just like, oh yeah, this is the stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's like, I, I, I'll keep bringing him up. When Dan was like waiting his, his exam results, we, he was just like kind of, you know, freaking out and just like, all right, you know, can you just come over and then be present? Mm-hmm. I was like, yep, yeah, cool. I can do that. Uh, I like came over and like did some work and he's just like waiting for his advisor to like like ball of message. anxiety right like about and it's like oh like you're gonna be okay you're like just doing what i need to do but it was just like this is everyday stuff like this is yep now it goes damn man i'm just so happy for you thank you this is so cool i i i love change and i do think i'm getting to that point of the year where i'm like i need to move things the other night i was like i feel so stuck I just need to like sleep reversed tonight. Like I need to put my head where my feet normally are. I just need to do something to like flip the script a little bit. Yeah. That's the thing about like a habit is like our routine is like routine is good and you can find security in it, but it's also like very carceratory. Like you can just get stuck in it. Oh yeah. Something that used to be a constant element of existence that now occurs very rarely Um, would be hanging out with just your immediate family. Okay. So, like, no significant others, no spouses, no extras, no extraneous family, like grandparents, aunts, uncles, but just, like, you, your siblings, your parents. Mm -hmm. It's just something that happens so rarely as you get older. I mean, now, every time we have a family gathering, even if it is just the immediate family, my sister's husband's there. Like, my wife is there. Yeah. There was one time, it was a while ago, the last time it was just blood family. And we got together for, like, this game night. And it was just, like, it It struck me, like, during the gathering. I was like, remember when it used to be like this? Remember this feeling? Like, I haven't felt this feeling in a while where I just, I know that I could say or do anything right now and that the people in the room would still, like, love me to a certain degree. Mm. It's just, I, I miss hanging out with just my family and it's, it's tough because, you know, we're all having lives. My sister's about to have a baby. I probably could have talked about that, 
But <laughs> I'll talk about my nephew when he exists. I just wrote your nephew's name and I'm like... Oh, oh yeah. I, so I'm pretty <laughs> damn sure my sister and her husband do not listen to this podcast. So oh, really? yeah. Uh, well, I'm wow. sure my sister doesn't. Um, wow. Well, they all got their own stuff going on. They're about to have a baby. I, well, uh, yeah, but like... <laughs> <laughs> Keep up with my podcast. I know you're having a baby. Well, with well, well it's just like my, my sister doesn't listen to this podcast. My boyfriend listens to this podcast. Yeah, well, your boyfriend's better to you than my sister's to me. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, oh my God, you talked... I agree. I'm like, cool, thanks, Dan. Oh my God, was Oh yeah, so my nephew's... Now we're tangenting. Uh, yeah. My nephew's name... I'm not going to say the last name to protect their identity or whatever. So <laughs> From getting murder my yeah. <laughs> a, f- a fan of your podcast, one of your dock workers murdered my son. <laughs> uh, <laughs> There's the title. One of your dock workers murdered my son. <laughs> um, his name is going to be Dante Blade and then their last name. It's a big feeling. It's a big feeling, yeah. Dante, because her husband really likes Devil May Cry, and Blade, because it's a family middle name. I think when we were seeing each other on Saturday, you're like, that's an anime character. It is. <laughs> that is, that child is going to come out with, like, Yugi Yamamoto hair. Like, <laughs> he bears the sigil of the dragon. <laughs> right. It, it, yeah. Yeah. Like, the baby comes out with, like, one blue eye, one red eye. (laughs) Exactly, exactly. It's just like, whoa! (laughs) Uh, I love them so much, and I'm going to love the crap out of that kid, but that is a name where I'm like, wow, you're uh, you're really setting them up for a specific kind of life with that name. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. Which is a life we will support. Yep. But back to my point of like being around only family. Yes, 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 yes. And I understand that some people's families are not healthy and that sometimes it's difficult for a family to get together without, you know, people fighting and things like that. My family can dip in and out of that for sure. Um, But when everybody's mellow and we're all together in one room around like the dining room table eating dinner, it makes me want to cry because, you know, they talked about it in... um, have you ever watched the YouTube channel Kirkuzog? I like, yeah, Kirkuzog. Yeah. By the time you're 18 or whatever, you've already spent like 80% of the time you're going to spend with your parents. Oh, really? Yeah. Wow. I mean, you think about it, like yeah. how you used to spend every single day and now you see them, you know, what? Like once a month, maybe. Yeah. And so in these moments when I'm with both my sisters and both my parents, I like want to cry because I'm like, this is like one of the few remaining times this is going to happen you know not trying to be like pessimistic or whatever i try to give importance to the moment and that typically leads to like the sadness of its fleetingness i mean that makes sense of just that like when you're have an immediate family that is you know close you have this thing where they have seen you at every stage yeah they have seen you at at your it's like Apex, they have seen you at your cringe. <laughs> they have, like, they've seen you kind of everything. They've absolutely seen me at my cringe. Like, yeah, same. So it's just like, okay, cool. Like, very few relationships are that honest and that, like, open. Yeah. Obviously, this podcast is about celebrating. I don't want you to feel like, oh, my God, my family. But No. But it's something to celebrate. If you have family that you're close to, you know, whatever family you have left because, you know, stuff happens. If you have people that you're close with, like spend that time with them and give importance to that time because 
your own time on the earth is limited, but if you're trying to match up your time with somebody else's time, that's even more limited. So you really got to give importance to when you're, when you are together. Right. And this also goes to all kinds of families. Ooh, I can smell the transition. <laughs> like you're grilling it. All kinds of families, including, <laughs> including biological, chosen, everything. As we kind of said at the top, June is Pride Month, so happy Pride, everyone. So I want to talk a little bit about this, the most wonderful time of year for a select group of people. Um, yeah, it's beginning to look a lot like Pride. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, so it, it is Pride Month, a uh, lot of different stuff going on, a lot of different you know parties and workshops and vigils and talks and events, uh, all kind of celebrating queer people and queer things. Do you have any you're going to or, or that you can yeah, share? I do. I do. Uh, yeah. So, well, this past Sunday, which is like a small gathering of a couple of my close friends, we had like a pride brunch kind of thing at a friend's house. Uh, they like cooked and made all the stuff and had like a, bought like a case of like Prosecco and just made like mimosas and it's like cool. And then it went to like a block party. Nice. It was lovely. Next week. I am doing stuff where I'm planning to go to a Sunday like gay event where it's like a bunch of people drinking beer and going outside and all this kind of stuff. It's actually where Dan and I met. Oh, nice. Uh, so it's kind of like the, I think it'll be going on like three months. Oh boy. You know what they say <laughs> about three months. I know it's, we're children. We're still like very new. Oh, no, I, I thought it meant it's time for you to like commit. Oh, I mean, th- that time for you to make it official. I mean, it is official. <gasps> what? I did you not get it from? I I dropped it. You dropped it, and I was not picking it up. Well, cause, well, because you were like my sister listens. Like, yeah, my boyfriend even listens to this podcast. Oh, no, <laughs> I did not catch that. Oh my god! And you were just like, yeah. <laughs> I okay. was like, yeah, all right, yeah. <laughs> what about me? Uh, <laughs> Let's change uh, the topic back to me, please. Yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Fuck, that's so awesome. Congratulations. Thank you. Uh, my boyfriend is gone for like half of Pride. <laughs> As of today, mm-hmm. he's in Spain. In Spain? It, right. What is up with this guy? Like, <laughs> so, so, what, so. Last time he was where? In like fucking like the Netherlands? Yeah. So he was in Switzerland for like two weeks for a, a conference for school on magnets cool hot attraction yeah then his mom came and they hung out because his mom's from germany oh my gosh and and so they were like yeah you know we'll spend a week in switzerland and then they're visiting his grandmother in spain that's wild that's very cool it's a lot it's a lot yeah um like if you ever wanted to meet all the family you'd have to go on a fucking like road trip like a cross-continental excursion yeah it's a whole it's a whole thing (laughs) but yeah so he he'll, he'll be back next a week from today yeah, so Dan will be back, and we're gonna do some pride stuff together. Awesome, and that, that's what it's all about, right? Like, yeah, like it's a—it's just about taking pride in who you are and taking pride in who you are, celebrating yourself. Yeah, do what you want to do, celebrating all the different aspects and all the different <laughs> disagreements that we have. <laughs> I was reflecting on the, our last pride episode where oh the the the, the press pride spectacular oh yeah by pride. I forgot about that. <laughs> Damn it, Press, make a rainbow hurricane. I will sell out to your corporate, like, use of the Pride Month, but only to you. Okay, so there's a certain, 
Have you heard of rainbow washing? Last year we talked about it was a different term. It was. Well, I I think they're they're interchangeable, like rainbow washing, like rainbow capitalism. But rainbow capitalism was what we said last time. I honestly love the term rainbow washing so much better because it clearly demonstrates how you feel about it in like the word. Well, because it's also the same thing as like greenwashing. Yeah. Or like blackwashing. Mm hmm. It's like like Walmart sold at like Juneteenth, uh, like ice cream, but it's also like it's Walmart. Yeah, it's like who's benefiting from that? Right. Well, that was the whole thing. Is like so because it is you know June and you have a bunch of stuff that are, that is gay. Mm-hmm. Um, it's also very important to like explicitly state what is this for. You can clearly tell like Target sells a shirt where the design is like stolen from a queer rights organization. Oh my god! If it was like a partnership, like we partnered with Act Up to yeah, sell and this shirt, and half the money goes to right, and the money is going to go to Act Up. Yeah, like yeah, that's different versus that you just like nope, it's us. Uh, hi, gay. Yeah, like <laughs> I was thinking about that because like I go to a, a kickboxing gym and they now have shirts that have like rainbow motif yeah. to them. I was thinking about that. I was like, oh, awesome! I'd love to get that because I'd love wearing it. I'd show my support. Yeah, but now I'm thinking, oh wait. Like, are you just getting all that money or are you like these rainbow shirts now are like the proceeds are going to because that's what you should be doing. Right. And that's the thing is like, I think it can be a thing. Well, it's like a good example is there. (laughs) There's a a donut shop Mm -hmm. uh, near us in Somerville called Union Square Donuts. They are fantastic. And they have a like vanilla donut with like rainbow like drizzle on it. Mm hmm. It's like this is their pride donut, uh, and I think like a portion of the proceeds is going to Bagley. What does Bagley do? Bagley is a Boston queer rights organization, that kind of fights for the rights of queer people in the Boston area. Oh, cool! Um, they also do like a prom. They do a bunch of different like events and stuff. Oh, awesome! Just for those that might not feel comfortable at their own prom. Yeah, or or, cool. or right, or who may not have been welcome at their prom. True. Yeah. Yeah, so I believe they're donating a, a portion of the proceeds to Bagley. But yeah, so it's, I think as as fun as stuff like this can be, and it's like, oh yeah, we're going to go to a party and a bar and like a block, it's going to be great. It's like also uh, make sure you buy shit from queer people. Same thing as <laughs> yeah. like as like February, you buy, you know, support black businesses. Mm-hmm. And on Juneteenth, you support black businesses. And also year round, you support black businesses. Well, yeah, it's a like year round for all of it. But the, right, the whole right. point is that it's, it's the highlight. They aren't being supported enough. And so this is the month where right. you make extra effort to do that. Right. It's like, like, hi, this is the month to do it. Like we're we're here. We're queer. Yeah. So happy, happy gay, everyone. Happy pride. I figure this is probably a good opportunity to also talk about like other places that you can donate to or things like that i know that orange theory where i work out they're just straight up just taking donations like Mm -hmm. they're not doing any rainbow shit nothing they're just like hey we're taking donations for the trevor project we're taking donations for i think the other one was kind if that sounds familiar yeah uh the trevor project is very very good they basically support fight against teen suicide or queer teen suicide um i guarantee your local nearest local city has some sort of queer organization or a queer league Mm -hmm. yeah and don't underestimate the impact that you can have on a very personal level like if you live in a small town Mm -hmm. and maybe there's a you know an lgbt community nearby that is doing like a very local thing that you know yeah 
that's very isolated. And if you go and participate in that, that's going to make a, a bigger impact in a way to your immediate community. If you want to learn more on that, mm-hmm. I would actually recommend it a show you can watch on HBO. Uh, there's a fantastic show called We Are Here, where basically uh, three drag queens, uh, Shangela, Eureka, and Bob, um, go to basically more conservative areas of the country and do drag shows. So they will do a drag show in like Alabama oh, or wow. like Missouri. Yeah. Um, and just like these kind of places where they get a, a little bit more hostility than they would have. Yeah. yeah. You get to learn about like people in like small towns who aren't in, you know, liberal centers of the world, progressive areas of the world. So and how they live. Do you find when they go to those places, is it like surprising the amount of people that come out because like they've not come out, come out, but the amount of people that show up because they they're like, oh, my gosh, you know, a, a space for me. Yeah. Oh, for sure. There's a couple of places where it's like literally in the middle of nowhere. And it's like, hi, we drove three hours for this. It's oh, wow. like, we, like we like we came out for this because um, there's nothing else. Um, yeah. Like this is this is like the queer event I will go to this year. Um, is this drag show. But basically the whole point is that like they take queer members of the community, wherever they are, and like put them in the show. Oh, that's so so cool. They'll like do like a a transformation, do like kind of like a whole like, hi, you you know, what do you want to do? And they'll do like a show that is like true to them to the nth degree. Like there was, I think one, one trans person in California who did a My Chemical Romance song but the show was JoJo's Bizarre Adventure themed. Oh, that's so cool. So he did like JoJo drag and had like the big whole <laughs> thing, big whole hair and everything. And yeah. like, it was great. Like it was lit. Um, yeah, they did like a show in Selma. They did a show in like, you know, Missouri, which is, which is a lot. Um, did sh- yeah, they did a show in like Hawaii and like all that kind of stuff. It's a very, very good show. I think it's what Queer Eye thinks it is, <laughs> to be honest. All right, that's fair. You know what we take pride in? We take pride in the support of everybody who listens. Thank all of you. This podcast is possible thanks to listeners like you. Thank you. And thank you to Lakey Inspired for the use of our theme song, The Process. Believe it or not, I actually have reached out to Lakey. I did what I said I would do many a moon ago, many a strawberry moon ago. I uh, said I was going to reach out to Lakey and be like, hey, we use your song. You know, you, you want to hit us up and like, yeah it's just like it lakey is an elusive uh he's basically banksy you cannot get a hold of lakey <laughs> he's 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 doing all sorts of making all sorts of moves yeah like the only way i could find to reach him was through his dms on instagram with which he only has one image that was posted two years ago so the guy is a fucking like ghost yeah when you're making sick beats you know you don't have time to talk to us yeah like you wherever you are i just hope you're not a blue boy <laughs> but hey it's the process it's the it's it's a banger it's a bop <laughs> you can find our podcast wherever you're currently listening to them wherever you grow little podcast buds that bloom <laughs> and speak sweet nothings oh i like <laughs> speak sweet nothings thank you so much for joining me today alan you're welcome matt and thanks for potting with me Play us out. <laughs> oh my god, what? No, come on, you gotta do one. <laughs> wait, wait, oh, oh, I don't have You one. messed um, it up. I know it's been a while, but you gotta do one. I gotta do one? Oh god, okay. Um, 
Dude, no, you did that. I, I, you did that one. <laughs> it's not so easy, is it? No, it's not easy. Um, I guess I'm gonna go get my cooking pod and cook up some quality content. That was awful. <laughs> that, that's great. Play, Play us out. out. Oh man, we weren't able to stop the sponsorship recording, you know, once it began, but oh man, instead of waiting for the weather to clear, each of the contestants made a determined face and paddled out into the complete storm. The lifeguards are currently out searching for them because we don't know, this is a whole line of fog. Wait, what? what's that on the horizon? There seems to be one surfer coming back in. The, the fog is making their shape warp. It could be anyone. The silhouette is so hard to determine. Friends and family are gathering on the shoreline. It is the guy trying to save the beach, but he also has the passed out bodies of everyone else on the back of his surfboard. Oh my God, ladies and surfers, this... Oh, that's racist. They're sexist. No, that's sexist. <laughs> ladies and sexist. What, are the, what are the two genders, ladies and surfers? <laughs> Yeah, you've got like a sitting toilet and a surfboard. <laughs> Those yeah. are the two toilets. Um, fuck. Uh, wow, what an amazing occurrence this is. This is truly the show of sportsmanship. Everyone is cheering. You would need an hour and 45 minutes straight to TV movie to truly capture what went on here today. If you want to donate to the Kickstarter, the link is in the show notes to make that movie happen. I don't know why. what show notes. This is a radio broadcast. Well, Mahawi Joe... This has been a hell of a year for this straight gnar surf contest. We can't wait to maybe see you next year. I don't know. This seems kind of like a one-off thing, but Johnny, it's been a pleasure as always. Radical, dude. Till the next time, hang 10. You hang 10 on a surfboard, right? That's a thing. Yeah, it's something like that. Yeah, because you just go to the edge, you're like 10 times. <laughs>